Let's take a look at the structure of proteins. So there's several levels to protein structure. You've got the primary, secondary, the tertiary, and the quaternary structure. So I'm going to go over those different levels and what is different between them. The primary structure of proteins is the order of amino acids. So the amino acids in a polypeptide chain are arranged in a specific sequence. This sequence of amino acids is the primary structure. The primary structure is determined by the gene encoding the protein. A change in the nucleotide sequence of the gene's coding region may lead to a different amino acid being added to the growing polypeptide chain. A change in the amino acids in a protein could change the protein structure and also its function. So this primary sequence is very important. So let's move on to the secondary structure of proteins. So the primary polypeptide chain, so the chain of amino acids, folds to form a secondary structure. Amino acids in a polypeptide chain can form hydrogen bonds between other amino acids within the chain. The hydrogen bonds can cause the protein to fold into specific structures. Folding of the polypeptide determines its secondary structure. The most common secondary structures are the alpha helix and the beta pleated sheets. For example, silk has a beta pleated sheet structure. So, for the secondary structure, amino acid chains fold to give this structure and they're held in place by hydrogen bonds. The secondary polypeptide chain can fold further to form a tertiary three-dimensional polypeptide chain. So tertiary means a third layer. R groups are the side chains on amino acids. Interactions between R groups creates the complex 3D tertiary structure of a protein. The 3D structure is usually coiled or folded. There may are many weak and also strong interactions that determine the final 3D shape of the protein. For example, ionic bonds, hydrogen bonds and disulfide bridges. When the protein loses its shape, it may no longer be functional. Charged amino acids have a positively or negatively charged ion on their side chain. And these charged amino acids can form relatively strong ionic bonds with other charged amino acids. But ionic bonds between amino acids are actually quite rare. Disulfide bridges are also known as SS bonds or disulfide bonds. These are covalent bonds set up within proteins containing cysteine and amino acids. Hydrogen bonds also form between amino acids. These are relatively weak bonds, but when there are loads of them, the overall stability of the tertiary structure increases quite a lot. So even though an individual hydrogen bond is really weak, if you put all those together, it can have a massive effect. It's like in small individual actions, in humans, together can add up to create a big change. Similar in bonding. So in a tertiary structure, you might get hydrogen bonds, you might get ionic bonds, and you also might get disulfide bridges.
The last layer is the quaternary structure of a protein. This would be multiple 3D polypeptides coming together to form a complex quaternary structure. So not every protein will have this structure as it's lots of different polypeptide chains together. Most proteins will just have the tertiary structure as their top level structure. Some examples of proteins with quaternary structures are hemoglobin. So hemoglobin contains four polypeptide chains surrounding a central heme group. And this heme group contains iron. So hemoglobin is what carries oxygen in our red blood cells in the blood. Another one is insulin. And in insulin, weak interactions between the subunits in the insulin polypeptide help to stabilize the overall quaternary structure. Insulin has a combination of hydrogen bonds and disulfide bridges that cause it to form a clumped globular shape. And insulin is um, what people are deficient in if they have type 1 diabetes. So that's very important because it helps control blood sugar levels. Another quaternary structure protein is collagen. And this is a fibrous protein which is found in the skin. So to recap, we've got the primary structure, the secondary structure, the tertiary structure, and the final quaternary structure, which is if you have multiple polypeptides coming together. And that is all you need to know about the structure of proteins. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, then head over to SenecaLearning.com, where you can revise all of your A-level subjects absolutely free. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, then you will find a link in the bio. But if not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. While you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow to all of our revised podcasts, which cover every subject you need, then that will help other people to find our podcasts.